Coming up on 5-Minute News. Governors from 20 states create Abortion Rights Alliance. Kevin McCarthy criticised for handing January 6 tapes to Fox. And Russia launches ship to ISS to rescue astronauts. It's Friday, February 24. I'm Anthony Davis. Governors in 20 states are launching a network intended to strengthen abortion access in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court decision nixing a woman's constitutional right to end a pregnancy and instead shifting regulatory powers over the procedure to state governments. Organisers, led by California Governor Gavin Newsom, described the Reproductive Freedom Alliance as a way for governors and their staff to share best practices and affirm abortion rights for the approximately 170 million Americans who live in the consortium's footprint, and even ensuring services for the remainder of US residents who live in states with more restrictive laws. In a statement, Newsom called the effort, which he and his aides spent months organising, a moral obligation and a firewall to protect fundamental rights. The group includes executives of heavily democratic states like California, where voters overwhelmingly approve of abortion rights, but also involves every presidential battleground state led by a Democrat, including Governors Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, Roy Cooper of North Carolina, Josh Shapiro of Pennsylvania, and Tony Evers of Wisconsin. The alliance has secured its initial funding from the California Wellness Foundation and the Rosenberg Foundation, not-for-profits that often steer money to public health efforts focused on disadvantaged communities. While the organization is billed as national and non-partisan, the makeup underscores that abortion access since Dobbs has settled essentially into two Americas that broadly track the platforms of the nation's two major parties. That means greater access in states controlled by Democrats, tighter restrictions or practically outright bans in those controlled by Republicans. Democrats in Washington cried foul after the new Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy released more than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from the January 6 U.S. Capitol attack to conspiracy theorist Tucker Carlson, the far-right Fox host who has consistently downplayed the insurrection and deadly riot. The Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told colleagues McCarthy's decision poses grave security risks and needlessly exposes the Capitol complex to one of the worst risks since 9-11. But McCarthy told the New York Times he had promised to release the footage, apparently as part of deal-making with which he clinched the speakership after far-right rebels forced him through 15 nominating votes. McCarthy said he wanted to give Carlson exclusive access to the footage, but could release it to other outlets later. Carlson, a prominent voice in far-right and misinformation media, has claimed the insurrection was a false flag attack and generally tried to downplay it without offering evidence. He told the Times he was taking the footage released by McCarthy very seriously and had a large team reviewing it. 
Nine deaths, including law enforcement suicides, have been linked to the attack on Congress by the disgraced former President Donald Trump and his supporters seeking to block certification of Joe Biden's 2020 election win, fueled by Trump's lie about widespread electoral fraud. Trump was impeached for inciting the attack, but acquitted when enough Senate Republicans remained loyal. He continues to run for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. The U.S. Department of Justice is investigating January 6, but has not yet acted on criminal referrals regarding Trump made last year by the January 6 Investigative Committee. Meanwhile, a court filing in a lawsuit against Fox lays bare a panic at the network that it had alienated its viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with Donald Trump's false claims that he'd won the election. The details were included in a trove of private communications unearthed by lawyers and contained in a redacted brief filed yesterday by Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion claims in a $1.6 billion lawsuit that Fox aired allegations that Dominion had doctored the vote against Trump, even as it knew that was untrue. Russia launched a rescue ship on Friday for two cosmonauts and a NASA astronaut whose original ride home sprang a dangerous leak while parked at the International Space Station. The new empty Soyuz capsule should arrive at the orbiting lab on Sunday. The capsule leak in December was blamed on a micrometeorite that punctured an external radiator, draining it of coolant. The same thing appeared to happen again earlier this month, this time on a docked Russian cargo ship. The Russian space agency delayed the launch of the replacement Soyuz, looking for any manufacturing defects. No issues were found and the agency proceeded with Friday's pre-dawn launch from Kazakhstan of the capsule with bundles of supplies strapped into the three seats. Given the urgent need for this capsule, two top NASA officials travelled from the US to observe the launch in person. The three men launched in this Soyuz last September on what should have been a six-month mission. They'll now stay in space for a full year until a new capsule is ready for their crew replacements for liftoff in September. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. 
So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.